praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome. Today is August the 24th. Uh, welcome to Home of the Free RCCG Victory Temple Chantilly Morning Devotion. Uh, what for you today? I will be talking this morning about who I am. Who I am. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy it as you join us. May the Lord bless us as we deliver together in this word this morning. Welcome. Enjoy. Our word is Father in heaven, your word. The one that when you say, you are those who see, oh Lord, we thank you, Father. <laughs> thank you, you are a We thank you this morning. We adore you, Lord. You are worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy, Father. You're worthy. You're worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Because thank you. In Jesus' name, we worship. Over to you, sir. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. It's worthy. It's worthy. Yes. It's worthy of all praises. It's worthy of all honor. It's worthy. Yes. Of there is no one we can compare to him. There is no one we can even imagine him to be. He's the greatest God. He's the awesome God. He's the fears of men. When you just think about his ability, wonderful thing. Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you honor. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you this morning. Oh, Holy Spirit, we declare this morning into your hand. Holy Spirit, we ask that you will take control of everything we've been discussing this morning. Holy Spirit, it's all unto you this morning. Take preeminence, uh, take control, take authority over every conversation, every deliberation this morning. I'm moving the mouth of everyone that will be contributing this morning. We cover this line. Our Father, we exalt you this morning. We give you praise uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. We are praying. Amen. Amen. This morning, we actually pray some prayer point this morning that are powerful. I want to take two minutes of our time this morning to repray those prayers tonight. I believe we use, uh, it was the Isaiah 59 that we used this morning. Uh, somebody help me, Isaiah 65, right? Sister Rosalyn, are you on the line this morning? Oh, say, take a little bit, Sandra, Isaiah 60. Yes, sir, Isaiah 65. Isaiah 65, I want, pray I want us to pray those prayers. I want us to pray this I want us to pray that prayer this morning. I want us to pray those prayer again this morning before we continue. That everyone that's hearing us this morning, the power of God will move in their life. So if you don't mind opening it up and reading it for us, my sister, please. Let's let's let's. let's. Yes, sir, is Isaiah chapter sixty-five. Yes. I read from verse twenty-one. Verse twenty-one. No, from yes. verse twenty. From verse, 20. from verse 20. There shall be no more dance and Amen. infant of days, Amen. none and hold man that has not fulfilled his days. Yes. For the child shall die an hundred years old. Yes. Verse 21. Amen. And they shall build houses and inhabit them. Yes. And they shall yes. plant vineyard and eat the fruit of them. 
yes. verse 22. Mm -hmm. They shall not build and another inhabit. Amen. They shall not Amen. plant and another eat. Yes. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and my yes. elect shall long enjoy the works of their hands. Amen. Verse 23. They shall not labor in vain, yes. nor bring Amen. forth for trouble. Yes. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and yes. their offspring Amen. with yes. them. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to, to, to pray this morning. Uh, the, the, the Bible verse that we are looking at here, it said, Never again will there be an infant who lives but few days. And an old man who does not live out his year. I don't want to put number there for mm -hmm. that. From this moment, at this point, anything that's causing a fear of death, like we heard yesterday, that that is the millennium spirit. Strong men of the millennium bringing mm -hmm. death and fear in. So this morning, I want us to pray. If you're missing a prayer in the morning, please, please set up your alarm. Get up at six o'clock. Be faithful. God is doing wonders. This is a prophetic word that is coming in in this line. And I want us to take all of you. And that's the reason why I want us to repray it again this morning so that everybody can hear it. That you, none of us shall die. None of our children shall die. We shall live to fulfill the goodness yeah. of the Lord. I want, the the of our head. I want you to open your mouth this morning and pray that, that we will not die. I will live to fulfill the, the glory of the Lord. Of Lord. Lord. None of us, O Lord, shall live a few days, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I will not live for our parents that are not fulfilled their lives in their days. In the mighty name of Jesus.
Everywhere that the strong man of this millennium may have control over your finances, over everything that you've been doing, their hand has been broken out of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. You will start marching forward. You will start moving forward. You will start building and enjoying the work of your labor. You will start enjoying the work of your head. Every desire of your heart, the Lord will grant in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will no longer Amen. labor in vain in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There will be no more misfortune in our home. There will be no more misfortune in the life of our children. There will be no more misfortune in the life of our people. There will be no more misfortune yes. in the life of everyone that is related to us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord say, before you call, I will answer. Every time that you, you think about it, there will be a solution to those problems. Every time that you open oh, your yes, mouth, Lord. the Lord will speak on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every desire of your hand, of your of your heart, the Lord God Almighty shall grant in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Welcome, everybody. Amen. Today is just a different day, and uh, I think uh, we are all energized this morning to just... Uh, to be, to be in his presence and it started from this morning prayer and I, I believe that this this new month we're going to is going to be a wonder of a month of wonders a, a month of perfection Amen. that those things that Amen. looks like it's not completed the law will finalize them and they will complete them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we will Amen. come and testify Amen. about the God goodness uh, in the land of this living in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen. this morning uh 24th of uh, August 2020 we we've been looking at uh, Ooh, I'm high. <laughs> uh, the, 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 few, uh, the view topic to this one, and I believe that the Lord will speak expressly to everybody that will be teaching it and everybody that will be contributing this morning. Learning from Moses, who am I? Who I am? Who I am? Who am I? So God will help us this morning. Learning from Moses, our Bible text this morning is in the book of Hebrews, chapter, uh, chapter 11, verse 24. Hebrew, chapter 11, verse 24. And um, uh, it said, Moses refuses to know, to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That's, that is very, 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 very hard. That's the most difficult thing that, I've, that I think can ever happen in the life of human being. That they say, oh, I'm making you a prince without, without qualify, and you refuse it. You know, it's very hard. Tell me, if somebody said, no, nah, I'm, I'm adopting you as a child of Obama, and you say, no, I don't want it. Or somebody just say, uh, uh, you, we did a DNA test on you, and you belong to uh, Buhari. Or not only Buhari, your Tinumbu's Tinumbu son or daughter. And you say, no, I don't want to be part of it. No, 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 no. Is it possible? But Moses said, I refuse to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter the most powerful man in the world, the most influential family in the world. Moses refused to be associated with them. Then let's look at it. Who am I? I read, the life of Moses revealed four issues you must come to grips with in order to succeed in life. First, you must know who you are. You must know who you are. You must have your own identity. Stop looking at others' identity to live. Don't depend on others' identity to be who you are. Do not try to figure out who those people are because who they are has nothing to do with you. 
God has created you to be something else and not the way that they are. So you must have your own identity. What is your identity? That is the question that we're having today. Who am I? Moses, when he had grown up, refuses to be known as the sons of Pharaoh's daughter. Moses was born a Hebrew, but he was raised as an Egyptian by Pharaoh's daughter. <laughs> it was raised by, by, by Egyptian, by Pharaoh's daughter. Even though it was being groomed to be second in command in Pharaoh's kingdom, Moses knew God had called him to be free, to free his people and led them out of Egypt. So he had to, be, he had to make a choice. What am I going to do? with my life. I am not who these people think I am. Moses had every comfort. He could wish for him in the palace and he could have stayed there. What would you have done if you were Moses? Moses made the right decision, but it meant spending the next 80 years of his life in the desert. Ah, Lord have mercy. Every one of us must come to a grip with our identity. We all have a deep need and desire to accept who we are, trying to become. We're, we're, we're not in a quick way to get an unclear, on you, all clear, all share. Because it puts us under so much pressure because of what other people may want us to be that we are not. Or what other people are expected of us that we are not. So let's look at ourselves and find out who we are. Trying to be who we are, not is a quick way to get and you said, and also, excuse me, and also, but you know, one thing that people need to start to get a grip of is where are we standing? Are we measuring ourselves to actually look deep inside of us to find out who we are? What is our role in this face of the earth? We pray this morning that everything that I have planted will not belong to somebody else. Everything that I have sown will not be eaten by somebody else. If we don't know who we are, we will continue to be doing that. And I pray this morning that we will not waste our time trying to be somebody else, but we will come back to God and ask God to reveal himself to us so that we can know who we are and live in that place where God wants us to live. Because when we start living in the place where God wants us to live, that is when we will acquire peace and have a better hope of the future. Moses recognized we're not going to be under pressure, trying to be somebody else because of Oscar, because it puts you under pressure, so much pressure, so much pressure. Moses recognized this tension and decided to quit pretending. To quit pretending, he wasn't looking for power. He wasn't looking for, for fame. He wasn't looking for money. They're all at his disposal. 
but he was looking for greater commission than the money, that the earth, that the world, that the things of this world can give him. He was looking for a greater commission. We are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people that were chosen out of darkness, that we are choosing out of darkness. The thing that the world can give is all about darkness. It's deceitful. It's, it's conniving. It's, it's not real. It is not truth. It is not something that will take us there. They are good that we need them. We will have them. We need them to sustain ourselves. If we want to live in this world and live everything that we want to live in this world and don't live on another land. But if we want to leave this world and go and live in our promised home, we must choose which one do we want. Do we want to go on a higher commission and give to God and allow God to direct our, our path so that we can have a, a peace in our run? Or we want to continue to carry the anxiety of the world on our shoulder, the anxiety of the world on our head, the anxiety of the world on everything that we are doing? Do we want to do that or we want to be eased and allow God to walk through us so that we can have things that we want? When Moses recognized this tension and decided to quit pretending, it's a liberating. It is liberating when we stop trying to be someone we are not. When it says liberating, it brings such a freedom such a joy to just say, ah, God, thank you. That is already out of my neck. It's a lot of work to pre pretend in. Brethren, it is so much work to try to be the Joneses. It's so much pressure to try to be like the Joneses because the Joneses, you don't know what the path that they get to where they are. So you are different. You need to look at deep down in your soul to find out who you are so you can walk in the right path. Moses sought for his soul, who he was, and find himself in the Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's palace and find out that this is one where I belong. I'm supposed to have a higher calling. If you know that story very well, Moses could have said, forget the higher calling. I have all the jury. I am the second in command of the old, the world economy, the world largest economy then. There is nothing that I want that I can't get. But instead, it threw away the pleasure of the world and gone on to pick up the pleasure of being the one that God will use. And guess what? It pays off. Because the liberation of the pressure that he had in Pharaoh's house equipped him to be able to deal with the work that is ahead of him. Trying to be somebody else get a lot of pressure trying to achieve so many things that others have achieved it's a lot of pressure that comes on it but try and find god god where what do you want me to achieve which direction do you want me to go it will be an easy route when you get it and god will help us to look at that to find out who we are in the name of jesus christ when we accept god's plan for our lives how would you remember moses today if he had stayed in Pharaoh's court. Maybe as an Egyptian mommy. Yeah. Maybe as an Egyptian mommy that they just wrap together and say he will not die, he will live in there and put him in a museum. Or maybe not at all. 
but he made the hard decision. And in the light of eternity, it was the best one. So who am I? We should learn from Moses. Who am I? Who am I? Moses decided to just let go of those things that could fulfill the earthly pleasure. But instead, he pursued the eternity. But 80 years of going into, into seclusion, into pain, into agony, into training, into subjection, into trying to find out who God wants him to be. But thank God we don't need to take 80 years because we have the Holy Spirit now. Thank God for Jesus Christ. He has made it possible for us to find ourselves very fast. When we give ourselves to the Word and we give ourselves to the Holy Spirit, it will guide us and lead us. It will speak to us and it will guide our path. Because a word, the Word of God is a living, breathing Word that when you read it and you consume it, it changes you. It directs you. It directs you. It said, uh, the, the word of the Lord is a, it's a, it's a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. That word of God is now living in us because the Holy Spirit is our guide. So who am I? Who am I? If you don't know yourself and you're still trying to live other people's dream, it's an opportunity to look at the life of Moses and don't live other people's dream. Live the dream that God has for you. And then you can actually have the salvation of the lord so know who i know who you are and god will help us to achieve the purpose he has for us on the face of the earth i'm going to leave the floor open for contribution this morning i know we have a lot of people on the line that can help contribute this morning and god bless you as you contribute god bless you let's contribute and uh, we all can uh, help each other out and god will help us through that in jesus name i'm here to myself You are worthy. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of our praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, Sister Comfort, thank you for the praise and worship this morning. That was so powerful. Thank you, Pastor, for bringing this topic to every one of us to know, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's a time for each one of us to reject ourselves. That, okay, who am I? We call ourselves as Christian. Are we actually the, the Christ-like that God wants us to be? Because basically, we might use Moses as, as a case study here this morning. But God is using this to me, because thank you, Pastor, again. Because this morning, he, make, he, he brought a clarity to the revelation that God showed me this morning. And it was basically, who are you? Who am I? And basically trying to let us know where he has placed us. That where we are, he has placed us. It's not by mistake. Mm. It is for us to now make best use 
of where he has placed us. That is basically what God is telling us this morning. And most of the time, we are scared to move forward, thinking that, okay, this, this load might be too much. And from what we just read this morning, Moses spent 80 years in the desert. And those are one of the challenges some of us don't want to step in for. Because we want a comfort zone. We want a place that is so, comf you know, so comfortable that we don't need to stress ourselves. But God is telling you and I this morning, who are you? Even though he has been telling each one of us different things concerning ourselves. But this topic today is an eye-opener for all of us, which means he has already shown us something. We might not be able to understand it, but today he's, telling, he's giving the understanding of what he has been telling us, maybe in the present or in the past. That where I've put you, it is not by mistake. Some of us, Moses was put in the palace for him to learn, to be educated, to be exposed. That is why Moses was in that palace. And when it's time for him to make use of what he has learned from the palace, he took advantage of it. And he stepped forward and he proceeded. God has put us here today to let us understand, to bring, you know, clarity to what he wants us to do. So now it is time for us to proceed. Moses proceed. He proceeded because if he did not, like this book was saying, maybe by now we'll be going to the museum and be looking about, okay, Moses was the da-da-da in Pharaoh, daughters, or, you know, all those kind of story about him. But he stood for God. And what the Colossians was telling us, Colossians 3 was telling us, he said we should be aiming something above, not the things below. What are the things below that that Bible was referring to? The earthly things. That we should set our eyes on the things below, not the things, uh, sorry, that we should set our eyes on the things above, not the things below. And the things below is who? Christ himself. Because that is where our Lord, our Savior sits. He sits in heaven, not mm. on the earth. Mm, he sits on the right hand of the Most High of, of, of God. Mm. And that is why he's telling us today that not, don't look on that situation. Don't look on that thing that you think it might make it difficult for you. Keep on looking unto me. The author, the finisher, the pioneer of our faith. That is what he's telling us today. Look unto me. Challenges might be in front because if you want to declare who you are as a son of God, as, 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 a, as a representative of Christ, then you shouldn't look on the earthly things. That is what he's basically telling us this morning that we should get out from that comfort zone that we have put ourselves. Come out from that box and step forward. Make use of that talent. Make use of all those things that you have acquired. You know, some of us, we believe that going through secondary school, primary school, and all those things, 
we think maybe it's just a waste of time if we are not, you know, practicing on that field. No. God's actually putting us through those, you know, stages of life in order for us to keep on acquiring and acquiring those knowledge that we'll be needing for these days. And I pray that the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That's all I have. Amen. Thank you, ma'am. It's, uh, it's very important that um, we need to, to know who we are. It's very important to such that sometimes a lot of things that are going on that um that we think we're doing the right thing or we are following the right path or we actually we're actually following the lead of what this the, the step that was led to us but when we deep deep down inside of us no matter like i said yesterday that whatever you're doing that is not bringing peace to your heart stop it anything that you're doing that is making that's violating your 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 conscience with God. I think it's it's not right. So what Moses did here is that everything, even though everything looks right, everything looks beautiful, everything, but there is still a lack of peace. So God will help us to actually say, God, all of this thing that I'm doing, I'm doing it, but I'm still empty. Why? Why am I still empty? What is your purpose in my life? Who am I? So God can show us that. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Sister Bridget, uh, go ahead, ma'am. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, ma'am. We thank God for this topic. This morning, I, will, I want to appreciate everyone that have contributed. I want to also appreciate Sister Comfort for the worship. And um, there is something I want to say. Um, I pray that the Lord will, will help me and help every one of us, you know, as I, because there is a burden on my heart mm. that as I went through this topic this morning, I had a very strong burden on my heart and mm. uh, I wept. Mm. Because when I see the life of Moses, let, let me just read 26, please, or uh, 25 to 26. Say, Chosen rather to suffer affliction yeah. with the people of God mm -hmm. than to enjoy the pleasures of sin mm -hmm. for a moment. Mm -hmm. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, Christ. Mm -hmm. greater riches mm -hmm. than the treasures mm -hmm. in Egypt. For he, has, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Praise mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. well, well, when, I, when I read it, I, I I cry. Hmm. I cry for myself. And I see I look at myself. Like Paul was exalting the Corinthians. He said, You are still eating, you are still drinking milk. You you you, you cannot you are not even eating meat. Not the talk of strong meat, not the talk of bone. Hmm. You see, when I look at the life of Moses, how can somebody with all the all the pleasures, with all the enjoyment, with all the goodies, to live that kind of thing. Because the, Egypt, the, 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 the Israelites, they were slaves. Very, very low estate. They were slaves. And ordinary, ordinarily, I mean, one would not want to identify with such people with such situation. But there was something he saw. 
there was something he saw and he decided to pay the price. David went into wilderness. You see what the Bible said, 80 years? Um, the, what this writer said. Because I, I think Moses was actually 80 when he came back, when the Lord said he should come to the people and talk to Pharaoh to release his people, to let them go. Mm -hmm. So I, I, when I went, when I look at it, I, when I look at it in view of what is going on now mm. in the body of Christ, mm. and in view of what is coming upon the world, and mm. I began to look at myself and say, Lord, am I ready? Mm. Lord, I, I, will I be able to resist, deny you? Mm. Because that was the body on my heart. Because when I look at the situation, the political theory right now, mm. and when I look at the body of Christ, and what is already going on as has been prophesied, when, when Second Thessalonians was talking about, uh, the two were talking about the son of perdition being revealed, mm. I, I went back to read it. And, and when we look at the things that are unfolding already, mm. I don't want to measure in the name of anybody, but we see things are, things are changing. Mm -hmm. the, the political atmosphere is changing. Then the religious atmosphere is, is changing. Yes. Yes. That, that it has even been rumored that the Bible is being changed, is being translated, Another Bible is already in the making. <laughs> and and we, see, we see what is going on, all the different meetings that are being held, trying to bring all the different religions together. One world religion. Okay, now, when I see things like this, and, 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 and I wait more, when, when even the, our fathers that we have looked onto, that we have seen how God has, has, has really used them to build the body of Christ. But we begin to see some of these people now, they are already compromising. Oh God, I said, Father, help me. I, I, I wept. When I see the thing that is going on in the body of Christ, I said, Lord, can I stand? Can I stand? Because you see, we have to really... Like, like, like what this topic was talking about, the father that Moses refused to pretend that when we do not pretend, when, 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 when we actually embrace truth, there is freedom, brethren. When we embrace reality that are in Christ, this the true situation of things concerning the church, concerning the events that will be unfolding, concerning the things that is coming upon the world. We, we have to prepare. Because when we know these things, all the things that are happening and the things that are coming, it will help prepare our mind. It will prepare us to, to, to it will jump us up to be ready, to give up everything that will hinder us, to press in, to press in into Christ, to, to begin to take Christ, Lord, help my faith. Help me to stand. Help me, Lord. What is it in my life that I have to give up now? Lord, help me to give it up now. Because if we do not see things the way they are, we will not be able to stand. Brother, I'm sorry. It's a little, 
and directly a little bit, forgive me. It is the body of my heart that is as though the church of Jesus, we, many of us are not prepared for the events that are coming. Because many of us have the belief that we will be raptured before the tribulation. And it is not true. We will be here. But we have to be prepared. We have to know what the truth really is. We have to ask God to help us because that was what happened to Moses. He knew what the purpose of God was. He knew, he knew what the plans of God was and he refused to identify with the Egyptians. He rather suffered the reproach. He suffered the affliction. He suffered the lack. He suffered the one. He became like nothing. Somebody that was brought up in the palace. Brethren, I'm sorry to be talking this way. Search the scripture. Search the scripture. Read the word of God on your own. Ask the Holy Spirit to breathe upon you. Ask the Holy Spirit to unfold, to unfold, to reveal, to give you the prophetic direction. What is going on now? And what is going to be? How is going to be? Where will I stand? Lord, help me. That is just my contribution. I, I'm sorry. If I'm out of course, <laughs> I'm sorry Honestly. if I have spoken things Honestly. that I ought Honestly. not to say. Forgive me. Thank God for that contribution, my sister. It is, um, it is, um, I think it's time that we need to understand uh, the, the strong man of this millennium is not joking, it's crafty, it's deceitful. It's an hypocrite, and it just want to come out in different version of way. Uh, mm. The the message that I preached yesterday it's longer than that, but I don't have time. It takes yes. an hour to finish. Yes, yes. The, the, the strong man of this millennium is coming in diverse diverse way, mm. and it's it's so pleasing to the flesh. It's so pleasing to the eye. It's mm. so encouraged to 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 subdue the spirit of God inside of us and mm. take control. Mm. And once we allow him to take control, to get out of it, it's going to be very difficult. And this message this morning has nothing. It, it, it's just the same thing, that we must find a way to crucify the flesh. Yes. Because the flesh is yearning for good. It's yearning for the, for the cucumber, for the, for, the, for, the, for the fish, for the, for the, for the shrimp, for it's everything that pleases it. But mm. we have to say no to those things and say yes, yes to God. Amen. Who am I? Who am I? Am I the one that just want to? My sister made a very profound statement that we might think we'll be raptured before Jesus Christ comes. We are still here. Then we are in trouble right now. Right? Christ hasn't come. And we are all panicking. The strong man of this millennium is terribly out there. He's mm. putting fear, he's putting grief. We, we, you know. Listen. What do we we think? Okay, millennium. The story of the the story of the of the coming of Christ of that time. That if the people are left behind, you you think it's it's gonna be worse than this. But what we are going through right now is more worse than whatever we may see in the future. We are afraid of touching people's house. We are afraid of going to church. We are afraid of gathering together. We are afraid of giving each other hug. We can't even. We can't even come to be normal anymore. Mm. Things are changing. But we need to find out who are we individually. Amen. 
individually. So mm. God can breathe in us. We need to mm. humble ourselves in his end, in his present, so that he can fill us up. Amen. Because when God filled up, when Moses decided to leave the palace and went to the bush, humbled himself, God filled him up. And he was not mm. only filled up, he mm. became a little God. Mm. It became because God told Moses that I will make you God a, a, a little God over Pharaoh. When we allow ourselves to humble, God filled us to that leap to that up to that powerful stage of our life that there is nothing that we'll be afraid of. Even Amen. the strong men of this millennium will be bowing to us. Amen. And God will help us because when we when they come with the, the hypocrisy, when they come with deceitfulness, listen, they can the, the, the Bible made it clear. It is true. There is secret cause that they want to make the world one religion. But guess mm. what? The Bible said already. Because they gather, and their gathering is not of me, I will scatter them. It has happened before. They come together, want to build their, their tower of Babel to reach heaven. It's one religion taught. God can scatter them. It doesn't take him long to cause confusion, and it only takes one man to do that. Are you going to be that one man that will stand to say, God, I am here? Find out who you are in the kingdom. Find out who you are in this work. Find out who you are by not craving for those cucumber by not craving for those strength but craving for him craving for him to impact you to make different to be that one that he said he has called out of the darkness into the marvelous light to show the glory of god and god will help us together in the name of jesus all Amen. of us that are listening that are hearing this we will not miss heaven we will not miss heaven the, 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 the strong men of this millennium will not have control over us and will not have control over our family and will not have control over our finances we have been liberated from it to work for Amen. god to do things for god and to move for god in the mighty name Amen. of jesus Amen. thank you my sister anybody else on this line that want to add one more to us because this is a, this is a, we we are enriching one another. Please don't. God is speaking to you. The line is open. Unmute yourself and speak, please. It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth. Holy Spirit is the one guiding us this morning. Please contribute. Contribute. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Sister Sister Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thank okay. you, sir. Um. Good morning, good morning. everybody. Um. Thank God for today's message and I think the life of Moses just speaks to me because I just wanted to share this thing that um that I would always hear when I was growing up you know that my mom would use to teach us and I just wanted to share it since we were talking about um Moses so it's in um Exodus chapter 2 where Moses helped um I think the woman at the well or something that when she got back home, she said an Egyptian um, helped us, you know, talking about who we have. Mm -hmm. um, although Moses is um, inherently uh, um, not an Egyptian, and just because of the, the way he appeared, um, the lady referred to him as an Egyptian. And I remember then growing up, you know, my mom would always use that to teach us to say, you know, you might be somebody different. And it's not because we're living our lives to people's opinion or to please people, but because it's important the way we show Christ. It's important the way we represent Christ. 
you know, just as the disciples were called the um, record Christian from the way they talked, from the way they appeared. Um, on the other hand, Moses was referred to as an Egyptian because of the way he appeared, the way he spoke and all that. And, you know, it just speaks to me about our dealings, especially when we have the name of Christ associated with us. You know, um, I believe that our life is like a scripture. Some people will not even read their Bible, they read us, they read what we do. If you say shut up, then, or if I say shut up, then they can go to or three levels higher because we proclaim to be to be um, Christians, you know, and our life is like a standard, not because we want to please men, but because we are reflections of God and heart. But I also want to bring it to what we're saying today, that even despite that Moses at that time, whose acts were probably not in the way that God wanted it, whose dressing was probably not in the way God wanted it, the same man submitted himself to be who we're talking about today, to be the representative of God and heart to save, you know, the children of Israel. So it just brings me again to that point that whatever we have, whatever situation we have, you know, we can always be used by God when we make ourselves available and we make ourselves ready. God is no respecter of any man. And it also brings me to the topic of who we have, right? Um, who we have in Christ. I feel like um, who we are, like knowing who we are in God, knowing who we are is like the basis for so many things that we do on earth. It helps us not to chase about things that have no meaning to our life. You know, when we understand who we are in Christ, um, like a profession that I don't have a business doing, I won't, I won't even dive into it, right? A city that I don't have a um, like anything living, I won't go in it. It helps us. It guides our direction. And knowing who we are in Christ, knowing the um, what God has, has made available for us on earth, it helps us. Like when I was listening to the message yesterday, when pastor was preaching about the spirit of fear, the story of Job kept, kept coming to my mind. You know, Job was somebody that God himself was boasting about. He mm -hmm. saw Satan, and he said, have you considered this man? You know, mm -hmm. boasting about him, whereas Job was somewhere being afraid. Mm -hmm. He himself said it. He said, that which I feared most has come upon me. When God did not see anything, when God saw perfection, not because we can be perfect by the work of our own hands. He knows that righteousness is already a filthy rag, but because of the provision, the gift of righteousness that he's given unto us. So when God did not see all that, Job saw so many reasons to be afraid of what might come. And God saw a perfect person. You know, knowing who we are in Christ, knowing what God has provided for us will help us when the devil comes to accuse us, when the devil comes to condemn us. You know, knowing who we are in Christ would help us, um, you know, quote the scriptures that we need to quote or go into the covering of grace that we need to get into so that we will not be victims of fear will not be victims of the spirit of the millennium as pastor has been talking about. And I pray that God will help us. You know, God will take away those condemnations. The grace to, we, sometimes we feel like we need to work a lot or do some of our own efforts to, to work in that provision that has been given unto us. But the grace to accept it, to Amen. accept the provision that Amen. has been given unto us, God will give us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sarah Slim. 
um, it's, it's important to find out who we are and allow God to, to, to walk through us and humbling ourselves before his end. We help us to, to actually walk our salvation out in tremble and in fear. Uh, this, this topic has four parts, and I'm, please, if, if I will send it out every morning, please go over it, read it, and, 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 and pray about it. That God, if somebody that can have the power over the whole world can refuse that power of the world and go into some seclusion for you, ah, how much more of me? And that person, you know, Moses was one of the three people that was that, that, was, that just gone without being, being found. But, but, but God is able to do abundantly than you think or you can imagine. God's Bible told us about Moses that you, some of my prophets, I talk to you through dream and vision. But with Moses, I speak to him face to face. Ah, God, we, we, you will get to that level in the name of Jesus. Uh, well, well, Chief, go ahead. Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, Pastor, thank you very much. And uh, thank you, everyone that has spoken. Um, I'm actually driving, but uh, I'm going to make my own so brief. Um, uh, my own uh, <clears throat> contribution is that uh, one, um, opportunity. What we call opportunity sometimes is not, is not opportunity. There are things that come to our way. Yes, it could be an opportunity for others, but is it an opportunity for you? Is it an opportunity? An opportunity cannot be opportunity for everyone. So when things come up for you, you as a child of God, you will know this thing that I want to, um, this thing that come on my way. Yes, it look bright, it look good, it look wonderful. Everybody will be like, oh, you are blessed. Ah, this is a big opportunity for you. This is a blessing for you. But it could not be like a blessing because sometimes it may limit you. Sometimes it may not let you get where, where you are going. Sometimes it may tarnish your image um, um, like um, following Christ. It may not let you like do all that God wants you to do. So that is not an opportunity for you. Yes, it could be an opportunity for others. Everybody will be glamouring for it, but you on your own, you can make a decision that this is not an opportunity for me because you know where you are going. You know where God, um, God, God planned for you and you know your interest in the things of God. So you have to know that this is not an opportunity for you. It could be an opportunity for others. So, um, Basically, I want to use like um, an, an example now. Um, you see, our vice president back in Nigeria, Osibanjo, um, when the opportunity come for him to become a, a vice president, and you see the the, the arena, the the, the the carcass, the people around, they are not really like people he, he supposed to like work with. But they, everybody think it's an opportunity for him, and uh, he grab it. Today, there are things that happen now. When you look at it, you say, oh, eh, eh, this was a pastor before, but there are things that he's saying now. You'll be looking at, oh, is he really coming from a pastor? Or is it like, you see truth? Sometimes truth is bent. Truth is not coming because he wants to please some people. He don't want to step on toes. He don't want to, but these are the things. He has grabbed the opportunity, but the opportunity may not allow him to do the things of God or to promote the name of God. So some of these opportunities are not really like your opportunity. You watch it. And I want to use another example like um, Joseph in the, in the Bible. Um, when Potiphar's wife came to him and uh, were like soliciting for the relationship, 
it's an opportunity for him at least the the mass uh, the, the, the his uh, boss wife is soliciting that because they said if the moment a woman in the house like you so sometimes the, the man if he's able to convince the man there's nothing that the man would uh, that will make the man to hate you so but he do not see it as opportunity he see it as a condemnation he see it as a, a, a limitation to his glory um to his um serving god and he see that this thing will not promote or lead him to where he's going so he damn it he do not accept the opportunity and he's ready to face all the consequences that follow because he know where he's going so um by and large if you look at it very well some opportunity as i've earlier said it's not really an opportunity that one should like follow so you know the opportunity you are, you accept because you know where you are going and you know the plan god have for you and the plan you the interest you have in the in serving god so um <clears throat> i just want to let us know even sometimes like work that work you get yes it's an opportunity to make good money and uh, it could be what you have been looking for or the, the the type of job you are looking for but when it comes you see that that work will make you not to um, um, serve God really the right way. And that work will not give you all the time and everything. So sometimes you have to like, oh, well, I will still look for another opportunity. This is not really my opportunity. So the opportunities that come, it's not really an opportunity. It's not a good offer for you. So we can always reject it because you know the greater thing that you are looking for is more, much more rewarding whatever that one will give you and it could be like temporary opportunity and we have internal glory that we are looking forward for so that is my com um, contribution not all opportunity one should just grab or um take immediately know the way where you are going and know the the the, the, the god that you are serving Amen. thank you everyone god will help us in jesus thank name. you Amen. thank you brad chips thank yeah. you very much um, um opportunity it's going to be there but one thing that i want us to keep in mind is know who you are when you know who you are, you will know how to differentiate from what, what is right and what is wrong. Um, I think when you know who you are and who is guiding you and what your purpose is, I think it's important to be able to differentiate that before you start looking at the opportunity. Some people have a, they have a dream to become um, a vice president or to be a president. That is where they will be shooting to go to. We, as the children of God, our aim is heaven. Are we going to have to deal with things on the earth? Yes, we're supposed to. But dealing with the things of the earth, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it should be guided by the word of God because we have chosen to go in God's way. If we have not chosen to become a child of God, accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we can do everything like everybody else. Everything that, yeah, there are no people say, yeah, we should have Christian in the politics, we should have Christian in the in ruling the nation, we should have all of those things. Uh, remember, one thing that is always coming to my heart when that comes to conversation is that this world is not our place, we are passing through. We might make the people in power to influence the decision, but to rule this world, uh, it's not our job. Because the Bible say God sent uh, send Lucifer out of heaven to the earth. He's the prince of this world. And um, God did not put us here until Jesus Christ come and lock him up and take his people away and release him again. We don't know how to rule this world until Jesus finally come and take over 
this world and turn it into a new heaven before we can actually say we have control over this world or we want to influence the decision of what's going on in the world. We can influence ourselves. We can point people to heaven. We can point people to the direction of what God wants us to be. I, I think our aim as the children of God is learn from Moses. What is the purpose of Moses in life? Is to come and free the children of Israel out of the Egypt and take them to the promised land. That is his purpose. And that purpose can only be fulfilled by one person, God. Nobody else, not Pharaoh can help them, but God. So what are we doing that God has placed upon our heart to focus on? That nobody on this face of the earth have the ability to influence, have the ability to take, but Holy Spirit is heaven. If heaven is our goal, no matter how much the opportunity that we can see on the earth, no matter how, how, how ludicrous the money can be, no matter how education can be, no matter how big things that we may acquire can be, our, heaven, our focus will only remain as heavenly focus. We will not be influenced by the things that goes on in the world. Things that goes on in the world, we should be able to have our own say to it but we don't control it. Remember this, we don't control it. God control it, and the devil is a roaring lion that those that are hot and not with God is able to grab them. Once we change our hearts to focus on God, it's secure. And God will help us through it. My sister said something that is profound. He said that Job was doing what is right and was afraid. Even though God sees him, was afraid and Satan was roaming around. Say, I can't touch Job. God is the one that brought, brought uh, Satan's attention to Job. So we don't have control. We don't have control. But if our heart is set on him, the Bible says, it will give us peace. And let's pray tonight, this morning. Let's pray this morning that God will help us. It's for 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 topic to this topic, and uh, I believe many people will come tomorrow and day after tomorrow to share more of this. And uh, God will help us to get clearance that our goal is to make heaven. Our goal is to make heaven. It's not to build a house. It's not to have the uh, the best uh, the best car. It's not to our goal is to make heaven because one day the best car, the big house, the money in the bank, we will leave them behind. Our goal is to make heaven. Uh, do we take that goal serious? Or we take what we are achieving on this earth serious. Which one do we take on? Learn from Moses. Moses did not take the things of the earth serious. Instead, he took the goal that God has appointed him to do serious. Let's take God serious. And then everything else that we need to get accomplished, God will grant unto us. Uh, we ask Sister uh, Comfort to wrap up for us this, this morning. Uh, let's let's just let's just thank God for another opportunity that the Lord has opened our eyes for understanding that the Lord will guide us, it will guide our step, it will guide our direction, that we will not miss it. We will not miss it. When it's right to when it's time to make that critical decision, whether to go right or to go left, that Holy Spirit guide us to do the right, to make the right choice. That we will not make a wrong decision. Decision that will please you is what you will help us to make. Let's pray that Lord help me to make the right decision. That 
that we not make the decision that we fail it, that we failed. Uh, and we prayed prayer that prayer yesterday that everywhere that the enemy has written our name in the failure book, that the Lord will erase it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We will not fail in life. We will not face a fail in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere that the enemy has written our name uh, on the failure book, uh, that the oh Lord will go and wash it away with the, with, with the blood of Jesus Christ. The Lord will wash away with the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you this morning. That Lord, we will not fail you. We will not fail you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. you are for us this morning. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We give you glory. Thank you for your word that has come unto us today. Father, I will say we'll be the not just the heir of your word, but the doer of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace we need even to uh, Father, I will pray the grace that we need to stand till the hand to stand firm for Christ and Christ alone always. To always say no when we need to say no and say yes when we need to say yes. Father, I will pray you give unto each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray as, our, as we go during this, this week that you go with us in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> Your grace and mercy will follow us everywhere we go in the mighty name of Jesus. You will hold our steps in the mighty name of Jesus. We cover our children with the blood of Jesus. We pray that your presence will be with them even as they start their schools in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Amen. Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I am the one the Lord has blessed, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Have a wonderful week. May the Lord bless you, bless the work of your hands, and cover you all with the blood of Jesus. God bless you.